right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 176 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. I am one of your hosts, Jim Muscardi, joined today by Christian Hoffer and not Megan Peters. She is uh, down and out, a little bit of the sickness today, and so uh, you get another fun installment of the Jim and Christian show. Yes, yes you do, and you will enjoy it. Well, well all right, well... With that threat out of the way. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> this is <laughs> Monday. This is a show uh, dedicated to all things Pokemon. This is a show where we nerds help you, also nerds, uh, keep up to date on uh, everything that goes on in the world of Pokemon. Uh, tangents ensue, uh, arguments happen. Uh, we laugh, we cry together. It, it's it's a whole whole mess, basically. Um, anyway, there you're looking for ways to support the show, which we do every Monday live. We, we do the show live noon mm-hmm. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, mm-hmm. you don't have to be here live, but if you want, you can come join us on twitch.tv forward slash comic book. Uh, but if you want to support the show in other ways, you can leave us a, uh, a five-star review on iTunes and throw a question in there. And that's a great way for, for you to get involved. It's a great way for us to, to kind of see your question. It also helps, uh, lift the show in the grand algorithm of things um and uh and yeah we'll read it live on the air we this week we've got two to read very excited um this one's from a showstopper uh 1007 Uh, a wild polka fan has appeared an amazing podcast i i love listening to the banter between all three hosts i came in on episode 172 that was only a couple weeks ago yeah and I've been listening to all the episodes I can. Uh, I can't wait to get caught up on all of them. Also, Magikarp is the best Pokemon. No, that's a top five. It's top five. 100%. Yeah, no. Love, love me, Magikarp. Like, you know, I only own like three or four Pokemon shirts. And Magikarp's one of them. Magikarp's on all it, of them? What? Magikarp's on at least two of them? Magikarp's on one. Uh, Magikarp might be on two now because I got a Hawaiian You've got, shirt. Don't you have the, don't you have the, the playing card one that has Magikarp on I have the playing it? I have the playing card one. And then don't you like, have a Hawaiian shirt with Magikarp on it? Uh, the one Hawaiian shirt has Slowbro on Okay, I actually own more than like three Pokemon <laughs> shirts. Uh, now, now that I'm doing the math here. Uh, this is me just, uh, just casually recalling Christian's uh, Pokemon uh, wardrobe. <laughs> I'm kind of impressed, Jim. I didn't pay attention to what I wear. Um, no, I, I, I just got a Hawaiian shirt when I went to London. and I actually haven't worn it yet. Um, oh. but that one might have a, uh, have a magic harp on it. Oh, okay. I can't well, remember okay. if it does or not. I'll find well, out when I wear it this week. It's well, online. we've got one more. Uh, the username is toot stink, uh, headline. Hi, please read my review. We will. Uh, okay. hi, I'm 10 and I've been listening since I, uh, I was nine. See Christian family show Uh, and you guys are really fun to listen to i don't watch live though uh but this podcast is so much fun and i hope you keep up the good work p.s my name is jordan jordan thank you for leaving the review yeah thank you jordan um we we appreciate it and i hope that you have learned a lot about life (laughs) by listening to this (laughs) we prepare people of uh fans of all ages for life ahead of them in future adulthood. Every time I realize that children like listen to our show, like I have like existential crises where I'm just like, I'm the worst human being. That's it. Like, You're a terrible influence. I'm just terrible. Like I'm corrupting so we can't have an, nice things. I'm corrupting an entire generation of kids. All right. Well, this week we've got uh, plenty to talk about. 
Yeah. Um, we, I didn't even put on one of the biggest news, you know, stories because I forgot about it. Well, should we start? Should we start with that then? Yeah, let's talk about Litwick Community okay. Day is coming. That's up. right. Oh yeah, yeah. Good Community Day. Give me that red tipped <laughs> Litwick. You know, give me the flames and ghosts. It, give me the like? you know Pokemon coming for the souls of the dying. Yes, I'm gonna go. Oh, and I'm gonna Litwick is. Oh, let's Litwick does have a good shiny. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. Litwick has an amazing shiny. Listen, Litwick like low key top tier Pokemon amazing the entire you know it's it's everything about it. like litwick and chandler great it is great you know and it, it it makes me it makes me happy oh and apparently there's two new pokemon that are being added to pokemon unite for spooky season i didn't even hear about this i've been so busy this week that i didn't even catch let's see do we know what the pokemon are All right Suclar, tell us tell us who they are I'm I'm like looking through like my, the usual the usual guy who usually spoils this stuff and I like I said I totally missed it. Oh, Sableye and Zorark? Oh heck yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, give me some Sableye. Um that's great. Oh my gosh, I'm now I'm looking at it and Zorark apparently has an ability that turns you into one of your ally Pokémon. So you Ooh. run around, people think that oh, I'm a Charmander or something like that. Nope. You're actually Zorark, and you've come to kill them. That's great. <laughs> that is an amazing. Wow, man, this I'm, is what happens. Like you know, I'm gone for one weekend, one weekend, and, and we get all and we get the greatest news. This is this I'm is fantastic. Add that. I, I need to go and put that into the the hopper cover. That's a good. Jeez, that's a uh, I went to go try and look at it up, and I won't call the website out, but the headline is Pokemon Unite has never felt worse to play, and I could not disagree more. Now that it's just made me mad. I'm, ha okay, I'm having so, I'm having the most fun playing it right now. So here here's the only criticism, like valid criticism. I don't know who wrote that, yep. but there is like one actual legitimate, like pretty big issue that's ha happening to Pokemon Unite, and that issue is, um, you know, the game is getting more expensive. Uh, like, that's the only real. Thing. Like I, I don't like the fact that you know if I wanted to play Dodrio now, mind you, this I think like the window for Dodrio was only like a week or two. Excuse me, um, the the window for you know you had to pay like real money to get Dodrio for only a week or two, mm -hmm. and so you know like a couple a couple weeks, you know that's that's nothing. Like whatever. Like you know if if you are suffering FOMO uh, as a free to play person, then I mean. I don't know. I, I can't even like think of like what what the proper like wording is. Like that 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 those are that's like objectively at odds with each other because you're committing to being a free to play person. Um, so you're obviously going to miss out on stuff, and that's that's okay. But you know, so the it but it, you are paying, spending more money. Like Tyrant, like they, you know, they're coming out with more and more Pokemon that are costing like fifteen thousand coins, and it's just it's just kind of that that's an issue. Um, yeah. And, you know, like Pokemon Unite does have some match, you know, matching issues. But then again, yeah. I've been playing Splatoon 3 recently and you want to talk about, you know, <laughs> oh, that one's tough. Yeah, like, that one's tough. That's a, that's I, I, I picked that one up and I am just. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 you know, like, yeah, Splatoon 3 has one, two problems. One, you get kicked out of the game. Like, you know, you can't connect to any games half the time. And when you do get connected, you're playing with a bunch of six-year-olds who's never picked up a shooter before. Um, <laughs> and it's awful. Uh, so awful. Um, but anyways, I, I digress. Yeah. So but anyway, anyway tonight, yeah. Look, wow. look, those are two items not even on the rundown. Great way to get started uh, on this Monday morning. Let's uh, we got some trading card game news to yeah. share. Yeah. The audience for the game is expanding in a big, big way. Yes. So Pokemon is coming to. Uh, so the Pokemon company has announced or is about to announce. Technically, it does. I don't think the press the press conference happens until the 28th. Uh, the Pokemon company is about to print Pokemon cards in simplified Chinese. Uh, now, it's kind of this is like one of those like interesting stories that, you know, if you care about like. I, I don't like, you know, like this is like a kind of like a cultural thing. So Chinese, you know, Chinese for one, Chinese is actually like a family of languages and they all use like, you know, um, you know, various sets of characters. Um, currently, the Pokemon trading card game is printed in what's known as traditional Chinese, which uses more complicated uh, characters uh, when they're writing out their sentences. Um, and that is primarily used in Taiwan and Hong Kong, um, but not mainland China. Mainland China uses uh, uh, characters that's called simplified Chinese, and they were introduced in the 1940s by the you know Chinese Communist Party, um, basically in, a, in an attempt to increase literacy by reducing the complication. You know the complicated. I, I I want to keep calling them kanji, but I don't think that's what they're actually called. That's you know mm -hmm. what the Japanese equivalent are, but I don't think that's what the. I'm just going to keep calling them characters. Um, so, anyways, so you know they never been printed before in simplified Chinese. This means that the Pokemon you know trading card game is coming to mainland China. Big deal, very big deal. You know, it's mm -hmm. a huge market. Pokemon Company, we've talked about this before on here, has been trying to get into the Chinese market. Yep. Uh, and they're like backdating, so they're starting with Sun and Moon. Oh, so they're really? going to print, yeah, they're going to print off. They they did this with, I think they did this with you know when they they started printing off the cards in traditional Chinese too. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why they're doing it is so that any card that is available in traditional Chinese will be av available in simplified Chinese. But they're basically going to do like this like ramped up release schedule to catch things up. And they'll be on the um, Japanese release schedule, not international like U.S. So they won't get like the mega sets and mm -hmm. stuff like that. It's um, it's pretty interesting if you care nice. about these things, um, which I do because I report on this and I think that it's, you know, <laughs> I, you know, so it's one of it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see like just uh, uh, Superboy mentions it in the in the chat. The Chinese first edition is going to be everywhere. It'll be interesting to see. Um, sometimes for big cards in, if you can find them in other languages or whatever, mm -hmm. like they, you know, collectors love that stuff because yeah. more often than not, those print runs are, are smaller. Like if you get a German card, that print runs probably going to be much smaller than, um, it is for, yeah. you know, for even, uh, an American release. Mm -hmm. uh, it be interesting to see what, what just like the print run numbers look like for China. I mean, just, that's <laughs> Yeah, it very could big be. country with a lot of people. So it could um, be huge. Yeah. Um, so and <laughs> Calder. <laughs> Calder. <And> next year <laughs> you'll see a flooded market with fakes because we won't be able to tell the difference. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, so I've been following the Pokemon TCG subreddit recently, 
and mm-hmm. like they'll post pictures of some of the fakes they get off of various buyers and stuff like that every once in a while and it like never fails to impress me just how many different kinds of fakes there are and oh, how sure. they like somebody like basically shaved off like an actual card front you know and pasted it on top of a, like an energy card or something like that <laughs> and it's like why <laughs> like why would you do that that makes it's no a sense. lot of effort that is like, that is way too much effort. I would like to know like the the cost per minute there because it is just like I don't just don't understand. Like that's just trolling. That's not yeah. even <laughs> I mean. You know, I don't know. Like I, I saw that one over the weekend. I was just like, really? <laughs> Whatever. Uh but anyway, congratulations to uh the folks over there. Uh, you know, like I said, more people come into the the game of the Pokemon trading card game. So um, to see how how that goes. Uh, all right, we're getting uh, an art show coming to Manchester. Yes, Manchester, UK, not Manchester, New Hampshire. I don't know. We're we're I, there's a few Manchester's in the United States. Uh, let me pull up the information about. Yeah, they're doing like a special, as a new Pokemon art experience, and it's coming to Manchester. Um, it's it's. I was be- right. The the Manchester in the states is New Hampshire. The, yeah, there's. I just I, went to I, go I double check. That was like the biggest one, right? Um, so this is this is kind of an interesting thing. So this is a they're they're going to be this is at a place called the Trafford Center. It's called Pokemon Art Throughout the Ages. And one of the things that you're going to be able to do, so they're showing off different art techniques, like actual art techniques. So this isn't Pokemon art throughout the last 20 years. No, we're going to get cave paintings of Pokemon. And so what you're going to try to do is you are going to try to find all 151 Pokemon in the Trafford Center, whatever the Trafford Center is. And it's the Pokemon are uh, you, the, the this project showcases a variety of art techniques um, ranging from stained glass, oil paintings, cave paintings, which is just nuts. And uh, if you can find all 151, you will get a special certificate showing that you found them all. Uh, the Pikachu will also be there sometimes. And the Pokemon bus will be available for photo opportunities. You you may remember the Pokemon bus from the the the, the pre times. Yes. Uh, you know, that's that, a lot. That's a lot of Pokemon to try and find for like a you know an art museum experience or that's like. i mean that's a that's a full-blown like when i when i first saw this i'm like okay this is going to be kind of like a little thing like no like you know they, they someone put a ton of time into that for you to and that's a really cool way of doing it too to showcase like actual art you know and art techniques and stuff like that yeah uh, link is a weep which is a great name, uh, you know, talked about how they personally would have loved to see Pokemon art and how it's changed over the year. Um, you know, that's what I kind of assumed that it was going to be. But no, uh, this is just uh, this is basically art history through the lens of Pokemon, which is pretty still pretty cool. Like, I love when the Pokemon company does stuff like this, like the whole like paleontology thing that they did using fossil Pokemon. You know, yep. really cool. And like the Pokemon franchise does a lot of stuff like this anyways, where they incorporate. There's a lot of real world stuff that's incorporated into. Well, it's like the fossil exhibit. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. The paleontology. Yeah, uh, oh, right. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I hope they do more of this. I knew, I knew, I knew that they were the same thing. Yeah, I, I know. I know that, you know, you you know, words that are more than four syllables. Wow. Um, <laughs> but 
I mean, but even then, like the like the Pokemon centers themselves feel like mini museum exhibits. Yeah, no, it's true. I really hope we get more of it. Like the really encouraging thing about this was one: this is coming to the UK. It's not coming to London. It's coming to Manchester, which is, you know, like three. It's you know, everything like you know, as as somebody who lives in the United States, whenever someone's like, oh yeah, like you know. Like I live on the other side of the country and it's like, okay, like how many hours away is that? It's like three and a half. And it's like, oh man, that's like a freaking like afternoon's drive for me. Like that's how long it takes me to get to the next major city in the United States. Awesome. Um, But, you know, I I like the fact that this isn't going to be in London. It's in a smaller and Manchester's still like either the second, third largest city. Sure. So it's like, it's small. But, you know, I like the fact that they're doing something that's not in Japan, mm-hmm. um, that's unique, and is also not in London. Like, I think that's those are all pretty big deals, and I think that bodes well. Bring it, bring it to the States. Yeah, you know, bring it to the States so we can do a wild podcast that's appeared live on It would be huge. I mean, it would be huge. If it would did. be. Oh, yeah. Like, I keep saying this. I've, I've even, like, told, like, the Pokemon company people right. this now. Like, you know do fan events like do Mm -hmm. fan events they they will do so well right just do a pokemon con yeah oh yeah it's coming pokecon it's coming yeah it has to be all right uh last bit of the news for today is uh, pokemon the arceus chronicles available Mm -hmm. for netflix Mm -hmm. yep it's arceus not arceus Uh, they changed the pronunciation of the name uh in fact uh sarah uh she she actually did on instagram yeah yeah man uh but anyways yeah no it's 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 coming out it's doing well and also we're getting more pokemon next month because they're doing pokemon master journeys which you know that things are nearing its end because netflix has rebranded pokemon journeys to you know juice its algorithm a little bit (laughs) but this is still but this isn't this isn't the scarlet and violet no, no. So, yeah. so uh, Pokemon Master Journeys will basically be the second half of Pokemon right. Journeys, or like the last season. So they did this with, um, they did this with Pokemon Sun and Moon, where right. there was like Pokemon. Th- th- I mean, that one got like th- three or four different names. Yeah, they 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 rebranded constantly. It's yeah. it's it's weird. I, it's just it's just weird. It's not like a bad thing, but I I do think it's a it's a it's it's a it's what they what they do so that if you like search for pokemon more things come up that are pokemon you just mm-hmm. don't get one pokemon journeys entry you will get two pokemon entries um so it's it's weird um like i said that's it's they're juicing their own algorithm which just cracks me yeah. up um anyways all right, uh, we're going to take a quick 60-second break. When we get back, uh, we're talk. maybe we're going to talk about Detective Pikachu, too. I mean, not maybe. We will, but we'll talk mm-hmm. about uh, some some things there. And then uh, the, uh, we talk about a big sale at auction when it comes to Pokemon video games. So stay tuned. We'll catch you in 60 seconds. All right, Christian. Yes, I'm here. We have a Detective Pikachu update? Uh, yes, we do have a Detective Pikachu update, but probably not the Detective Pikachu you may be hoping for. Uh, right. So uh, last week, people noticed. Let me pull up the exact story so I get my names right. 
Um, so last last week, some people noticed uh, they they did the good old LinkedIn search. Ah, uh, we do love a good old LinkedIn uh, dumpster dive. Yep. So uh, they discovered the uh, profile for Creatures Inc. senior game developer Jonathan Murphy, uh, who you know is a is a is not Japanese, and so his LinkedIn profile is also not in Japanese. And uh, Murphy, in the description of his job, you know, responsibilities, mentions that he was working on Detective Pikachu 2 and that that game is nearing release. Um, nearing release? Nearing release. So people immediately were like, Peak Detective Pikachu 2 coming out soon! It's almost done! And so then he went and changed his LinkedIn profile. And said <laughs> It was like, so it was really funny because like, you Yikes. know, the sto story like broke on like Thursday or something like that. And like, you know, it was, it's, it's how these game stories always start. Like somebody finds the LinkedIn page, posts it to, there's a couple of gaming forums like Reddit or something like that. And then all the news sites cover it. And by the time like I got around to writing it, because I'm like, this is a non-story, you know, whatever. Uh, they had, he went and changed it from like nearing release, which just means the game's he's it's it's you know it's been he's been working on it for like three years yeah. so i certainly hope it's like nearing release to you know like they haven't announced a release date or anything like that but you know it was probably the biggest pokemon news story of the week that we got a non-update about detective pikachu 2 a lot of people assumed that detective pikachu 2 was you know gone or canceled because detective pikachu the movie didn't do super hot i mean it, it did fine but that didn't do as well as people wanted to yeah yeah i mean it's funny like uh, christian in the notes has do you care and then in chat is uh how many of you actually played detective pikachu and I, I, it's, said, I never even watched the trailer for detective pikachu not even gonna lie <laughs> so i it's one of those things like uh Detective Pikachu, I, I feel, is one of those games that is best viewed through the lens of nostalgia than actually is uh, the game that I think people... So... Than it is. Uh, so, Detective Pikachu, the video game. Yes. The best parts about it was, um, you know, uh, Keiji Tang, who voices Detective Pikachu, amazing. The Japanese voice actor for Pikachu, equally amazing. That was both great. The actual gameplay was kind of boring and bland, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it was fine. It was like, they tried to do something different, but ultimately it was a point-and-click game where you yep. solved, like, pretty easy-to-solve mysteries. And it was more interesting in how they approached the world than the actual game itself. Yep. Um, yeah. So it's like... And, like, this is kind of, like, the sad thing. Like, I don't... And, like, I'm not going to disparage anybody who designs games for a living it's you know probably a lot more difficult than you know any of us think um but you can kind of tell that creatures doesn't make video games very often mm. um you know they they spend their time they they go and make their little character models and they they publish the trading card game um yeah. but you know was literally the trading card game was actually developed by wizards of the coast and all they do is now tweak you know, the system and recycle game mechanics from previous sets. Um, <laughs> so they, you know, they, they don't have to do a ton there. Right. Like, uh, but, you know, I'm not saying it's just, it's a simplistic game. It's, you know, and uh, like legitimately it's a game made for children. And I say this in a franchise 
you know, made for children. Like Detective Pikachu, true, Detective Pikachu truly is a game made for children. Yeah, uh, for sure. That's all I'll say about that. As for Detective Pikachu two, the movie never going to happen. Not yeah, that's unfortunate. Nope, it didn't like make like a billion dollars, and so you know, uh, I don't even know if like New Line still has the rights to like the Pokemon stuff. I think they wrote yeah. off that franchise. I think it's I think it's it's a tough one because like don't get me wrong, I loved the I I really liked that movie. Oh yeah, I thought um, it was a great movie. But you know, I think the question is that like like and I think my only real gripe with it, and this is a conversation that we talk about every so often, Detective Pikachu to the movie, if it happens or not, is the Ryan Reynolds of it all, right? Like I think mm. that's um uh he was the kind of big star mover for you know for this one. Mm-hmm. Um and like obviously if you've seen the movie, like I mean, they could pick it up with him, but like, I can't imagine they would. And like, and you know, Pikachu's not a detective anymore. So what, you know, like, what do you do? Right. Um, and so you turn him back into a detective. That's right. You put him, you put him back into to Pikachu for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he just goes back and forth. <laughs> that, that takes five minutes to explain. Mewtwo shows up, throws him into, throws Ryan Reynolds back into Pikachu's head. And then it's like, I have another mission for you that only you can overcome. Or <laughs> like that. Um, uh, but, but yeah, but like I said, like, I, I mean, look, I thought it, I mean, it looked great. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. Which, and I say that as someone who hates CGI effects, like yeah. they, those CGI effects actually hold up. Yeah. Like they do not look trashy. Like every Marvel movie released in the last seven years. Yeah. Um, like that's, it's great. Um, no, like uh, so. My my issue was, I think ultimately they marketed the the Pikachu movie because it's a weird movie, you know. Yeah, right. It's a weird movie because it's it's a kids movie, yeah, but it's a kids movie that like really looks at the camera and like winks at you very heavily about the weirdness of Pokemon. <laughs> um, it is. It's, it's so weird. We had Ditto as a human. We had like freaking Mister Mind. We had. Mr. Mime was a breakout character in that, and yep. it was playing like a, it was like a sociopath. Mr. Mime, it was weird. <laughs> it was super weird. Um, so we had that. So it was a weird movie. They did a couple of things that were like weirdly Hollywoody, where it's like you know, like okay, if I'm you know, like I don't know how else I would have expected it, but if I'm watching like this weirdo like noir Pikachu movie, <laughs> like do I expect the fight to end with Pikachu bouncing off of freaking like parade balloons fighting Mewtwo? Like it's like for lack of a better term, like an anime thing. Like yeah. I don't know. Um, like that's a that's a really the third act in and of itself was so out of place with like we need to go and like solve the mystery of Tim's murder, Tim's dad's murder. Like, why is this Pikachu talking? Well, like, but I think, time to go. But no. I think also too, right? Like, it's just not the Pokemon movie. I think even parents <laughs> taking their kids would have expected. I mean, right? Like that. I think inevitably is probably what uh, was the the final nail in that coffin. Where if you're a parent and saying, and and you did not know, right? We nerds, we know, we knew the exact movie we were getting, and that's why we went <laughs> to go see it. But if you were a parent. And you had no idea what Detective Pikachu is, and you just saw like, oh, it's a Pokemon live action movie. And then you took your kid to go see that. You are in the movie. You are in the theater, scratching your head, going, 
this is this is not is this pokemon I, this is not what i thought this was <laughs> I mean, I, I, I will say that video game franchise Hollywood still to this day does not know what to do with video game like franchises like between yeah. this, like, you know, the Sonic games, which my son loves those Sonic movies. And, you know, and like, let's keep in mind spoilers for Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in Sonic the Hedgehog 2. The entire second act of the movie, a large portion is dedicated to the FBI catfishing a minor character from the first movie and going on with a sham wedding in order to kidnap Sonic. This is an extended <laughs> plot sequence. This isn't a throwaway gag. This takes up like 20, 25 minutes of the movie. Like, yeah, but, but even still, though, I mean, whatever. I love it. These are, uh, I mean, the Sonic movies are great. I love those. I love those movies. I mean, am I shocked that you love those movies? No, I'm not. I mean, no, they're great. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I hate, I hate the term, and, and, and the same goes for comics, comic movies too, right? Like comic book movies or video game movies, right? Mm -hmm. Because, because I think a video game, it is it like the, it's a, it is a movie mm -hmm. that is, that, you know, is based off a video game franchise. Yeah. Right? Like that yeah. is the that is the more accurate description of of what it is. Right. Like because these are not like even even comic book movies. Right. Like these are not direct adaptations. These are not you know, you're not getting the, the same story. You're not getting like you are you are getting a movie that is, is part of the French, like, you know, just from the franchise kind of mm -hmm. thing. And so. It's hard to rack your brain with that because i think the a large part of the audience is either will have either been so satisfied one way or another with like either the story or the experience or whatever from the game that they're going to want that they want that experience from from a movie mm -hmm. and it's almost unfair to compare the two uh in the sense that like because then, because then, inevitably, if the movie is bad, mm -hmm. I think sometimes people will look at it and be like, "Oh, well, it's because like that franchise, you know, is not good." And it's like I don't ever think that's the case. I don't think there there are never there are no bad characters. There are no bad you know franchises. There are only bad stories. Yeah. Um. And so, um, so it's a it's a weird conundrum. And like I said, like you know, I know the video game movie curse and uh and, and all that is a is a very real thing because for whatever reason Hollywood just cannot figure out uh you know how to adapt a video game thing into a movie. And I think Sonic is the the one of the more recent examples of them showing that it can be done, but I think it's because Sonic, and I'll I will I will stop my tangent here in a second. No, no, you're fine. Um, is those games and even even the shows, right? are such random places in time that like, I think that's where like Sonic can kind of jump in and jump out wherever and have it, have it kind of work yeah. where, you know, for Pokemon, like where, like, where do you start? Where do you jump in? And I think like people are so wanting to be like, ah, give me Ash Ketchum and Pikachu and all that. And I think you just need to go with like a random trainer and, yeah. and, and experience the world through the eyes of a new trainer uh, and, and go through it that way, because that's, that's us. That's, that's who we were as we were playing the game. We are all, we were all new trainers 
experiencing the game and the world for the first time. And I think that's the only way you could do it. So for a Pokemon movie, there's there's two points here. Uh, first is with your with your video game movie, you know, the the you're 100 percent right. One of the reasons why Sonic works where other video game franchises have not is because there's no plot to any Sonic video game. I mean, yeah, sure, there is. Yes. I know that, like, you know, like the Koenig people are about to go and like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like jump down my throat. But no, like the Sonic plots. And I say this, I've played a lot of Sonic games. Those those games basically have no plot. So right. you can do really whatever you want as long as you make sure that the hedgehog is funny. You know, mm-hmm. he you know, goes friend, fast. He goes and fast. Rings. And, you know, like the, and it's, the characters are also one note that you can fit those into literally in kind of movie. You can have a 25 minute catfishing plot. And it, it works because <laughs> like, you know, like, sure. Why the heck not? Like, you know, um, with the Pokemon movies. And I was I've been thinking about this, you know, because Detective Pikachu came up. I forget exactly when. But I've been thinking about this for like a month. And I think that a big chunk of what makes, you know, why, why, what, what, what would be a Pokemon movie that actually would work? And the answer is sports movie. Make a Pokemon sports movie. Like that's uh, how you yeah. do it. You, you, you mm-hmm. do like Rudy, but with Pokemon, you do like, yeah. remember the Titans with Pokemon, like give yeah. me like a Hitmonlee that like breaks its leg and then has to recover from that. Um, like, no, I'm, I'm like serious. Yeah. Like, you know, no, it- like you know that's that's how you do it like and i was like thinking about people always like oh yeah i want i want like a pokemon i want my ash catch live action movie no one wants that like people may say they want that but if like it wouldn't live up to like you know it's taken i mean how many what we've had like two thousand episodes of the pokemon anime or some stupid thing like that um you know like we're we're there's no way doing Ash Ketchum as a live action movie, like satisfactorily. Right. Then, on the, then on the other, on the other side of the coin too, right? Like just even going on your sports movie meta, uh, metaphor, like then the, on the other side of the coin, like you want, pe- people want a Pokemon movie. That's like the wrestler. They want something like dark and gritty and just sad and whatever. And it's yeah. like, like, no, no one, no one's, no one wants a Pokemon like prestige art film. Like no, no one wants that. <laughs> no, Christian. No, like, look, well, what was it? The, um, Oh God! What one? Which one of the 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 online those like uh online studios that did like the um oh God like the Adi Shankar type stuff? Did I, was uh, it Adi Shankar who did the uh, Pokemon one? I know he did a uh, uh, I think uh, he might have. He did a Power Rangers one. I don't know if he did a a Pokemon one. I think he did. But where it was just like you know like just dark alleyway fighting, and it's like not like. I like yeah no it was like, like adults like, think they want that but they don't like they don't they, want no that. so like what you do is you do like if if you do you do a heartwarming because like here's the thing part of the reason why i think they shied away from like the pokemon battle angle is because let's face it it is kind right. of weird for you it's to kidnap weird. a semi-intelligent animal train it to fight and then pit it against other semi-intelligent animals to fight yes. it's a that's a weirdish weird kind concept. of concept um, but if you did like, you know, like, you know, something where, you know, the rules are set forth like pretty clearly yep. um, and, you know, you, you do a sports movie like, you know, like you could do. And there's a different there's a lot of different ways you could, you could do like a dodgeball sports movie where it's Band of yep. Misfits. You could do like Rocky Balboa, like the underdog getting a shot at Leon or some nonsense like that. Um, you, there's like a lot of different ways that you could tell like that a, story. 
Um, and I biscuit, think, but with Pokemon or Mighty yeah, Dark yeah, like Pokemon. you know, like you know, like a, a boy in his Parachisu, you know, you know, competing in like the <laughs> grandest tournament of all, and the Parachisu somehow comes up on top. Um, you know, you right. can do that, or you, you know, somebody said like a Call of the Wild, uh, but with Pokemon, you could do like I'm going to go after. Like I've heard this rumor of a legendary Pokemon, and I'm going to catch it. Like do do something with Go, only with right. a less annoying version of Go. Like, yeah, like, I'm going to get myself this mythical Pokemon. I'm going to trek out into the wilderness and then kind of, like, play it up. Like, oh, the Gyarados almost ate me. Like, oh, I almost got, like, you know, like, blown up by a hyper beam. Like, I just, know? look, I just want a fun adventure movie. Like, it doesn't even need, like I said, like, it doesn't need to be so centered around, like, Pokemon battles or whatever, right? But, like, just, like, a fun adventure movie that includes Pokemon that, you know, has stake and you know things like that so um uh so we'll see but anyway that was our nice long tangent about video game movies uh wow, we, we really pikachu. we took so here's the best part about this entire rant was when i was like <laughs> oh detective pikachu 2 like yeah i wasn't even planning on talking about the movie at all and then our producer like made like the the, the graphic little, the, the, sc- the graphic and it's like you know detective pikachu 2 and we we're like oh yeah yeah i guess we'll talk about the movie why the heck not yeah. Sure, sure. Uh, all right, well, then we'll, we'll touch on this next bit a little bit later. Uh, or not a little later. We'll touch on this next bit just for a brief moment, and then we'll we'll kind of get into the Pokemon fact of the week because we are yeah, uh, running up on some time. Um, this is uh, well, well, this is basically like the collector corner of uh, of the show where that we we come to every once in a while. Uh, more Pokemon stuff hit the auction block and uh, sold sold for for bigger money than i think people realized yeah so jim i'll be honest so the two things first of all it's a copy of fire red it's i think it yep. was graded like a 9.6 the thing yep. that made me laugh about was you know because they, they grade them and they put them in the thing uh this still had the little original price sticker oh, yeah. um, <laughs> um you know that that made me laugh Probably um, why i got a 9.6 yeah um <laughs> But uh, it sold for like three thousand dollars, which you know, for a copy of Fire Red, really? Well, I right, mean, like what? that's like that's it. Like this is this is not original red. This is Fire yeah, yeah. Red. And um, and like and like that's the that's the interesting thing where, you know, in your notes you've got like, is this a sign of things to come? And I think one hundred percent, right? Like that, uh, because so many of these things were. So many of these games were ripped open out of the packaging mm-hmm. and like, and so, to, so to find even sealed copies, like to find complete copies is hard enough to find sealed copies in a good enough uh, condition, you know, is almost yeah. like finding a unicorn in, in some, in some instances. And so we started to see, uh, you know, game, I mean, game boy game prices are, are, the prices of new cards new cars um uh, uh, game boy color games you know same way and now game boy advance uh, stuff and beyond like that the the timeline just keeps sliding forward and so <coughs> you know like i said look if you have a complete like box manual the even the the piece of the folded cardboard that the cartridge sat in uh you know uh to you know all in a good place to go like you can probably get a couple hundred bucks for it on ebay right like for those watching behind me um i started a little like mini sub collection in my thing where it's just a bunch of um uh 
superhero video games on the SNES that I remember playing as a kid. Uh, and I, you know, I collect it for nothing but more than nostalgia value, but like even some of them, like I've got, uh, like a copy of maximum, the uh, maximum Spider-Man maximum carnage back there with the, the red cartridge, which like, how could I not? Uh, but that's, you know, like complete with a pretty good box is it? That's, that's 300 bucks. When you were talking about like, you know, like, superhero video games for the you know super nintendo i was like trying to think it's like what games were there besides Maximum oh Carnage? there were a ton like, uh, i mean like spawn there were like three different batman games uh at, at one point um you had animated series or just batman batman uh no it was like batman uh and then uh no batman returns was the first okay one. so they're they're like Movie, movie adaptation. Yeah, okay. movie yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, obviously you got Captain America and the Avengers, and then um, oh, yeah. there there were a few. There was a there's another Spider-Man game. I forget what the heck it's called. I think uh, it's like some symbiote. It's a, some symbiote game. There was there was a Hulk game. There was a Wolverine game. Uh, there are a ton of them. Like I, I, uh, one of the ones I did not know existed because I totally missed it. But there was apparently a Silver Surfer game for the regular for the NES. Yeah. And uh-huh. I was like, wow. Uh-huh. Um, so like, so, so there's, there's a decent amount. There's a decent amount of those uh, uh, out there that I've just been, you know, very slowly kind of building uh, uh, in the background that just, you know, just makes me, makes me happy. Uh, mainly because like the box art on that stuff is great. But anyway, uh, if you look, if you're, if you're holding on to, uh, you know, old Pokemon games and they're in good condition, you've got box and everything like hold on to them because it's going to be one of those things where, uh, you know, I mean, not to not today or tomorrow, but you know, five ten years from now, probably going to be something that you know you could probably sell if you wanted to to get rid of. Um, but like this is the like this is it, right? Like Pokemon in the in the collectible space has solidified it. It's it's you know uh, its place really, where mm-hmm. between cards and other memorabilia and things like that, like this is just goes to show the breadth and scope of of this franchise and its impact just not only on you know uh pop culture but like but consumer culture as well so anyway that's that fire red sold for a bunch of money yes it did christian let's get our pokemon fact of the week and let's get out of here pokemon fact of the week we're talking about zigzagoon the interesting thing about it is it was recently retconned the Zigzagoon that we all know and love that's been around since, you know, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire is not the real Zigzagoon. Actually, it was the Galarian Zigzagoon that was the true original form of Zigzagoon. All the other ones are just spinoffs, I guess. They, they're like, no, the, the Galarian one's the actual. That's the first Zigzagoon. You know, then it moved away from the Galar region and, you know, developed its raccoon body instead of its, you know, badger body. Um which I, I just like maybe laugh. It's like retcon, you know, everything you know about Zigzagoon has changed. What do you mean it's raccoon body versus it's no, like uh, you know, like Zigzag Zigzagoon is like a Galarian Zigzagoon is a badger. Oh, you know, is it? Galarian Zigzagoon is more of like a weirdo raccoon thing. I mean, I mean that's just colors, but sure. I mean, ish, but yeah, I mean, you take a look at Zigzagoon, like you know the traditional zigzagoon that's that's very clearly supposed to be a raccoon well right yes i agree and then you Um, take a look at the galarian zigzagoon and it's very clearly supposed to be a badger and also gene simmons right um 
Well, that, I, so it, that that to me is is kind of interesting, only because like it's um yeah, I wish the colors, I guess, were a bit more different for them to make that retcon. But I mean, whatever. Well, it's because I I like, I don't. I don't know. I it just makes me laugh that it's like no, like Galarian Zagoon was the original, and also it's a jerk. It sucks. And then they're like, <laughs> like no, it says that in like Pokemon Sword. It's like yeah, no, if it it's if it sees another Pokemon, it starts running into them on purpose to start a fight. And then when you talk about like the the non Galarian Zigzagoon, it's like oh yeah, this is you know this variety of zigzagoon is friendlier and calmer than the uh than the native the version native to galar um mm-hmm. it's just like it cracks me up it's just like yeah no galarian zigzagoon so what the heck is with shiny galarian zigzagoon's color scheme i don't i don't think isn't i've like ever seen this before and, isn't it like no the the regular zigzagoon looks like a, a piece of candy corn where it's like Orange. It, it looks more like a Halloween themed Pokemon, but the Galarian one, oh yeah, like, is red thing. is red and white with like a blue tongue. Like, what in the good lord is that? It's just fabulous. That's what. No, looks like it looks like Santa. Looks like Delibird. Oh, okay, I can see it. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a uh, a candy cane. Yes, exactly. So, like, you get you either get pumpkin zigzagoon, you get Halloween zigzagoon, uh, in the normal, and then you get Christmas zigzagoon in in over in Galar. And you can tell us which you prefer in the comment section, and be sure to subscribe to our podcast, American Zigzagoon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it. Well, there's there there's there's that one, man. Obstacoon's got a weirdo color scheme too. Oh, I mean, it's the same color scheme, only you know taken um yeah wait there's a obstacle that's actually a member of a band oh it's it's pierce okay yeah no that makes that makes oh no like (laughs) like, wait what like no no i'm like looking through like obstacle's thing and it's like yeah no there's a zig there's a one that belongs to a band called the maximizers i'm like what what is this nonsense i'm like that's gotta be pierce right that's pierce yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just now I'm just on Bulbapedia. As I often in these episodes, <laughs> I get sucked in and just get more and more detached from the podcast because I'm like, what nonsense am I going to discover on Bulbapedia today? Yeah. Um, well, so there we go. Another episode uh, in the can. Hey, do us all do us do us a huge favor. If you've made it to the end, I sh- we should have done this in the very beginning. But um, go find Megan on Twitter at Megan Peter CB and tell her you missed her and you wish mm-hmm. her well and you want her to get better and you can't wait to see her next week. Um, that would, that would 100% make her day. Uh, so, so go ahead and go and go do that. Otherwise, uh, if you want to continue the conversation, you can at Pokemon pod CB is the handle for the account. You can find me or sorry for the podcast. You can find me at Jim Viscardi. Christian is at Seahoffer C bus. And as always looking for another way to support the show, leave us a five-star review, throw a question in there. We'll read it at the top of the show. And, uh, you know, and then next week you listen to see what other weird tangent we go on. Um, it's, it's always an adventure. 
it's always an adventure. We, 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 look, we put these outlines together. We, we, Christian puts the outline together and we look at it and we go, all right, here's what we're going to talk about. And then inevitably somewhere down the line, all hell breaks loose. And, uh, we go off on, we go off on a tangent. Everyone enjoys it. Uh, and then we come back on track and we finish it all up overall, very entertaining experience for all of you. Uh, again, live, uh, noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. If you want to get involved or if you had the day off or you took a sick day, uh, on a Monday, uh, there, you know, come spend time with us. We'll definitely, uh, keep you, uh, keep you busy while you're sipping on chicken soup or maybe on vacation somewhere. Uh, if you're on vacation, don't listen to us live. Don't spend that hour. Do you go be on the beach or something or bring us to the beach? I don't care. Yeah. Whatever yeah. Bring to. us to the beach. Go and fall, asleep and <laughs> fall asleep while listening to my soothing voice. Yes, that's it. Uh, all right, everyone. Well, we hope you have a great, great week for all Pokemon news. Keep it locked into comicbook.com and we will see you at the same time, same place next week. May the shiny luck be in your favor and catch all of the shiny Litwicks. We'll talk to you later. Bye.